All right, hello everybody, and welcome to Nerd, Nerd. Alert. Girls. <laughs> nice. Great minds think alike. Oh yeah, of course. We're the OG. We're the twins. We're the okay. I, I won't go on. I won't go on. Um, hello. I am your host Bridget. Pronoun she hers. Welcome to the podcast. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to say that as residents of Los Angeles County, we acknowledge our presence, including virtual presence, on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of Indigenous people who are variously referred to as the Gabrielino, Gabrielino Tongva people and Keech Nation. Excellent. We are not worthy. And oh my gosh. Uh, before I gush, I'm Jen with a G as in great, glorious, glamorous, other G starting adjective. Just oh my gosh, folks. It finally happened. We have dates. I know. Okay. So first I want to say it feels really good to be talking about a Marvel movie again. It feels really good to be talking about a Marvel movie trailer again. <laughs> It's because, been so long. Yeah, as much as I've loved the Disney Plus series, like you, you've heard, you've heard me just talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, pretty recently on the podcast. But <laughs> um, you know, it really, it just feels so nice um, to to have a chance to talk about this new trailer for this new movie of a character I've not heard of before. Um, so obviously, so today we are going to be talking about uh, the trailer for. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and we're very excited about that. Um, we're also going to be talking a little bit about that major MCU next phase trailer as well, but we'll start off with, with this movie. What are your first gut reactions to this trailer, Jen? Oh my gosh. Okay, my first thought is Legend of the Ten Rings? No way. No way. Because, um... For those of you who are familiar with Iron Man Armored Adventures, it's an animated show about Tony Stark as a young teenager becoming Iron Man. It's really cool. One of the better Marvel shows out there before, you know, everything. And they actually had the concept of the Ten Rings and the Mandarin. So, like, I think I've mentioned before that I was a little disappointed in Iron Man 3 with the uh, quote-unquote identity of the Mandarin. Whereas I saw the Mandarin as this major entity, this force to be reckoned with in the show. Including these things called the Ten Rings, these powerful rings that are kind of work like infinity stones except to a lesser extent but and you know they're rings and there's 10 of them folks just oh my gosh one for each finger for us humans here but yeah so my first thought was the 10 rings oh so even though there's no more infinity stones we still got like that higher power force to be reckoned with here Uh oh here we go again someone just stop all the egomaniacs out there from trying to go for it because i cannot handle another thanos thank you very much uh so okay so i i, I have no familiarity with with the ten rings so d does each of them have a specific power then like the infinity stones I can't remember exactly, but I think so, because from what I remembered of the show, because this show, I, I must have watched it when I was like in middle school, I think, you know, it's it's been it's been a while. I'm, I'm old, folks. But yeah, from what I remember, each time you get a ring, you've got something different to do something pretty powerful. I, again, I can't remember the exact details, but with each new ring, you get more power, more abilities to do. It's insane. Like, oh, my God. 
gosh i just i remember as like an 11 year old just like come on tony you can't let the mandarin get those rings oh my gosh you know what are they gonna do like you can barely fight them without it oh my gosh you know so i really really am excited to see what they're going to do with that and i'm kind of interested in refreshing my memory on iron man armored adventures partially uh, in preparation of the movie and partially just to hype myself up a little because I have no idea who Shang-Chi is. He seems pretty awesome, though, from the trailer. Yeah, definitely. Um, out of curiosity, is, like, the Iron Man Armored Adventures, like, available to watch anywhere? I know it is. I can't remember where. I I want to say, like, Netflix, maybe. But I'll have to triple check my sources on that. Don't Don't, don't quote me, folks. Yeah, it's not like we're on like a public podcast or anything where people are listening and hanging on to our every word. Um, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, okay. So that's a little bit of context that that I yeah, just I, I come like totally fresh faced. Like I've not read um, Shang-Chi or the Ten Rings or any of that um, in the comics or Iron Man in the comics. Um, my my strengths in in the comics lie with Spider Man mostly, <laughs> like Miles Morales, Spider Man, and some Peter Parker. Um, nice, nice. Yeah, um, you know everything else is sort of like oh, and Champions. You know, so everything else is just yeah. sort of like there. You know, um, so I don't I don't have a lot of that background with me, but that's kind of the exciting part for me because it just like takes me back to. You know, actually, I was gonna I was gonna say Phase One, but I don't even think that's necessarily true because I wasn't a super Marvel fan until like, like I saw Captain America and Avengers together, and then I started to really get invested in the MCU. And I think probably by like Phase Two, when we had those introductory, more introductory movies, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, I'm excited to discover even more new characters in this universe. You know, because like my my entrance with like the MCU was kind of more like. It was a little bit scattered at first, and I, I I didn't even watch Captain America right away, you know. So like it was sort of like this interesting, like you know, it, I it just feels like it's been a while since I've seen like the superhero, you know, or protagonist origin story. You know what I'm saying for yeah. the MCU? I, like being a fan for as long as I have since 2012. Um, so you know, I like there's just some sort of weird nostalgia that I get, even though this is a totally new character. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, so so like, you know, I could do, you know, reading up more about about the character and everything. But like part of me doesn't want to because I, I like how fresh it feels. Um, but at the same time, like familiar in the sense of like, you know, like at least judging from the trailer, you know, you get this or overarching sense of like, OK, so this, you know, uh, this guy, the Shang-Chi, like he was trained by his father from like an early age and was clearly like a prodigy right in terms of of his fighting skills and mm -hmm. and you know who's who knows what else um you know and the father's like well i let you live your life for 10 years where has that gotten you now you must take my place Yeesh. you know and and the son's just like no <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like that's like the core thing right and that's a very you know familiar story right i mean now you mm -hmm. like you know within the mcu and i think in a broader level right in terms of like you know, the tension between two generations and, like, you know, uh, the younger person, like, trying to find their own way in the world and to figure out who they are and, like, I'm not my family, I'm not my father, you know, but who am I? You know, that whole identity identity struggle, um, you know, as you're, you're trying to navigate through the world. 
Um, you know, so it's it's interesting. This like I, I feel both familiarity and also freshness in that. Um, I just I don't know. I just find that 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 juxtaposition very interesting. Yeah, I, I get exactly what you mean because each new character has been amazing to learn about because I've always been kind of sort of into Marvel, but not like I was into Spider-Man first when the Tobey Maguire movie came out back in 2002, which led me to watching like uh, the Spider-Man shows, the animated ones where it kind of explored different characters. So I was already familiar with the Fantastic Four, with Iron Man, uh, the Punisher. Like I had some idea of certain characters, but getting to know them over the years, you know, since that very first MCU movie has been incredible. So I'm thrilled to have a new character, especially to have one of Asian descent. I'm really excited. We don't have a lot of uh, uh, Asian characters, I noticed. I once actually looked it up and there wasn't uh, many, but I'm excited to have this new character in this guy. He seems pretty awesome. I'm not sure if fighting is all he's got going on for him because I can't tell if it's like just 100% fighting or if there's a bit of uh, power or something to go along with it. It seems pretty supernatural. I mean, the dude's literally punching like this wooden beam and can leave like indents without like breaking something. Yeah, well, also, like, you see in certain clips or certain shots, right, like, the purple light and, like, at one point, like, right, all these, like, rings around his, like, the forearm that glows that that purple color. So there is definitely more, I don't know if it is, like, supernatural. I don't know what exactly what the origins of, like, these powers are. Um, that's It's one of the, you know, like, one of those background things I just don't know about personally. Um, but, yeah, so I think I think there is definitely more than just, like, you know, um, any any random schmuck punching a piece of wood, you know? Um, <laughs> like, he, he clearly is no schmuck, you know? And, like, um, I don't know. It, it, so, it's interesting, though. I mean, obviously, we, we mostly just see, like, the fight choreography, right? We don't exactly see, like, the politics that are probably undoubtedly a part of, of this movie, you know, as well, with, like, you know, especially with the father saying, you're taking my place and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and all the pi- power dynamics that don't undoubtedly be there. Um, but at the same time, you could see that, like, this, you know, he's just trying to be, like, a regular dude, like, you know, wears casual hoodies and, like, works at, like, I don't know, I guess a hotel. He's, like, him and, and uh, his friend are, like, wearing those red vests, like, that they're, like, the... They're the um, valets, I the guess. Valets. Hey, thank you. I couldn't think of the, the name. Um, you know, and you see them, like, hanging out, like, you know, singing karaoke, ha- having some beers, just walking and talking. And I think... That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was just nice to nice to see. Yeah, it's nice to see the more human side of these superheroes and these superpowered people. And I want to get to know this guy as a person. He seems pretty chill, especially since he's been given 10 years of freedom. I mean, I'm thinking we see shots of like a young kid put being put through some very brutal training. I mean, like I saw at some point someone was like, like bashing him in the shoulders as almost like like keep your stance keep your form kind of way yeah you're talking about that shot where he's like he looks like he's like maybe like early high school or late middle school age right and he's like bare chested in the snow and like um like right there's that shot like with it's in sync with the music that like they hit him with like the rods or the 
or the staffs at the same time, but he he st- still holds up his arms. I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's hardcore. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's exactly it. Hardcore. It was very hardcore. <laughs> yeah, if I were that age, I would have cried already. I would have crumpled under the first one already. So I don't know what this guy had to go through, how long he had to go through what he went through. But man, I hope he made the most of that 10 years that apparently he was given freedom only to be dragged back into this shady world if i had to guess i don't even know what what's the deal with his father but man all i could think is man let him have the rest of his life not just 10 years the guy seems happy he seems happy being a young individual just living his life as a valet with aquafina of all people you know just let him live his life yeah you want to talk about aquafina a little bit because i know you were very excited about her entrance into the mcu Uh, Truth be told, I don't know much about her as, like, a comedian or an actress, but I remember really, really adoring her in the uh, second uh, Jumanji film, you know, the one with the the rock and Kevin Hart, you know, just, she really showed her chops in that, you know, playing as sort of the nerdy kid, but then later uh, Danny DeVito's character, you know, even tried to get the accent down when she was this cantankerous old guy, just... It was pretty awesome, you know, and I thought she was pretty funny and I liked her, you know. I've always wanted to watch her show, uh, Aquafina in the City. I think that's what it's called. I can't remember. But, like, she's a familiar actress and she's actually someone who I honestly would not assume would be interested in being in the MCU. Like, I don't know, just doesn't quite seem like her style despite doing Jumanji and everything. She just... But she also seems like she'd be, like, the comic relief almost. I mean... When uh, <laughs> when they're trying to get the bus to stop and they're running over things, you know, and even though Shang-Chi's kind of doing all the work, making sure people aren't flying out of the bus, you know, she's just like, we make a good team, you know, so she seems like she adds a little comedy there. Yeah, but it's also like, who are you, right? So she says, obviously, you know, he didn't tell her whatever his you know family background is right and she's just like you know so i i think she'll definitely be the eyes of the audience if i had to guess in terms <laughs> of like discovering it all for the first time sort of like yeah the role that darcy played in wandavision i was I just would. about to say yeah yeah that's kind of what i mentioned also quick shout out before i forget to, quick shout out to san fran the, the setting of this glorious movie san francisco um I hope it's okay for me to tell the story on behalf of Caroline, but I remember when she told us that um, she saw that they were filming in in San Francisco. Ah, you know, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and th- that she like talked to someone who was on the crew and was like, "Oh, I can't tell you what movie it is," and, but in her head she was like, "It's I know what movie it is." All right, <laughs> 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 I, I could, could take a pretty good guess, um, which was really <laughs> funny to hear about that. I was just like, "Oh." Another San Francisco movie aside, you know, from the Ant-Man movies. It's just nice to have another West Coast movie, you know? <laughs> seriously, though. Seriously, though. New York gets all the good stuff. But, man, we West Coasters, we're, we're trying. We're, we we got some cool stuff, too. I know we have the West Coast Avengers. Maybe that'll be a thing in the future. But either way, super, super excited that San Fran's going to be kind of showcased here. And <laughs> super jealous that Caroline got to see a little bit for herself. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, that's very, it's just like a cool thing as, as you know, residents of, of California, you know, just like, yeah, mm-hmm. California represent. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much, of, how much time we'll, we'll spend. I mean, I'm sure at least at like the beginning, a good chunk of the beginning as we see his like, quote unquote, normal life. But um, yeah. 
So anyways, um, yeah, anything else you want to, like, pick apart with this trailer? It's, it's just interesting. Oh, one thing I noticed, um, the masked person, right? Like, at the beginning where he, where you see the flashback of him as a younger boy punching, you know, the, the wooden column. And, like, you know, he's, like, kind of leaning over, like, he's tired. And then, you know, the person just kind of whips him and then, like, he <laughs> keeps punching. And then, like, later as an adult, you see him fighting this, you know, I don't know if it's the same person, but it's this masked figure. Um, so I'm not sure what that's about, but that's interesting, too. No kidding. I At first I wondered if maybe it was his father under the mask, but I really would not know. Maybe it's just another student, you know, who's kind of, like, tier level up there. You know, I, I don't know. But either way, I suspect he might be the antagonist of this. Yeah, which, I don't know. I just find, I just pointed it out, though, because, like, this person was a part of, like, his initial training. And so, like, oh, what, what causes that shift in that relationship? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's something it's something else that I was just thinking about as well. Um and also like okay, so he's like he's got to be a secret rich boy, right? I mean <laughs> <laughs> because you know, you see like someone comes in that fancy red car, tosses in the keys and you think, "Oh, he's just an average guy." But then I don't know, I I just from like little clips we've seen the helicopter, the way his I think it's his father dresses in that really sick looking white tux um mm-hmm. you know i'm just like oh he comes from money <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what his father does or how shady it's going to get but like no nah, this this dude comes from money i bet you anything he just picked a job that was like under the radar but still gets him around these rich connections or whatever so he can know the proper way to party or something i don't know but <laughs> yeah he comes from money people yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely a partier too, right? We see him with that with the other friend. They're like in a club and stuff, and yeah. So there's definitely some of that ah youth kind of energy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, the visual so- shots, like a lot of them, are really amazing. I mean, beyond the fight choreography, I mean, you know, it's always good. MCU is always pretty good for that. I just like find like the image again of like him in the snow and you know him maintaining his stance even as they strike him on you know on the arms and like um you know but then there's also that shot where he like it's like in a I don't know if it's if it's Shang-Chi or if it's someone's hard to tell everything moves so quickly but in that forest you know and like the person in white fighting another person in in the green right oh yeah like what's what's going on there and like um (laughs) him fighting in the bus and like kicking like with both legs i was just like dude and like um you know and then you see soldiers running off into battle at one point you see like a like i don't know if you noticed this jen like a like a lion jumping off with one of the Uh, the soldiers into battle gosh yes i saw that and i was definitely gonna say something because i'm like oh that's a lion okay wow okay this this is happening yeah, so I thought, whoa, that's that's pretty I mean well I don't know actually for sure if it is a lion. It was just a very but it was like the golden fur, you know. Um so it might not be a lion, it was hard to tell from the back. No, I'm pretty sure it was a lion. I thought I heard the lion esque roar going on. Okay. Yeah. Well we'll see. But yeah. Um so yeah, just random like little little snippets like that. Or yeah, like I said, the rings on the arm with the blue veins going up. I don't know. There's just like interesting, you know, visuals that was part of it that like was just like, oh, what does that mean? And like it was just very visually striking. I thought that's pretty well made trailer for that, you know. 
Oh my gosh, yes. And I can only imagine uh, what the main actor, uh, Simu Liu, if, if like what training he went through for this role, what oh yeah, what workout routine he had to do to get his core the way that, oh my gosh, it must have been insane. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of which, though, gratuitous shirtless scene, hello. Um, <laughs> Can't have a Marvel movie without one. Like, I'm just like... Okay, you know what? It's okay, actually, if, if we don't. Like, I'm really okay with it. I, I know that I am a heterosexual female who is always happy to see it. But, like, you know, <laughs> at some point, I'm just kind of like, all right, all right, you know what? That It's fine. You don't have to make the guy shirtless. Like, it, it you don't have to. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it's something that they insist on, you know? It's like, no, I worked out this hard. People should, like, see it and appreciate my hard work. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> right right like I, I want to know the conversation for all these actors like I can see uh, Chris Pratt definitely wanting to be seen like no I used to be the chubby guy I need people to see my bod now I'm like I, I, I don't know if Chris Evans would be like yeah show me off or he'd be like again all right you know can't tell with his energy I feel like it's probably more of the latter but um <laughs> that actually reminds me i was recently re-watching um captain america the first avenger with a friend i promise this is related um and we watched the transformation scene you know which one i'm talking about and yep. he comes out all shiny and muscly and like i put in the joke like oh you know they they wiped him with baby oil before this scene they just <laughs> totally doused in baby oil and later she looked it up and said oh yeah they actually did that and i was like what that was just a joke <laughs> oh my gosh in case you didn't know that y'all that was the thing that's a thing i'm just wow. like wait wait <laughs> i was kidding oh my um, gosh <laughs> movie magic people <laughs> baby oil <laughs> Oh man, I wonder if they're gonna uh, hose down our actor with baby oil because it seemed like there were a lot of shirtless scenes, but more like, like I'm sweating or I'm in the freezing cold or I'm getting my butt be in this brutal hardcore training kind of shirtless, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I cannot think of one one male character in the MCU who has not been shirtless at some point. Um, like like in terms of like a main protagonist, I guess. Uh, I would say RDJ might be kind of a weird exception, but they have had him shirtless, but it's not to show off his physique, but more to show off the arc reactor. Like, that's the only character I can think of, but everyone else, shirt is gone. Yeah, well, and but like, you know, okay, it's not to show off his physique, but he still was shirtless. Like, um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, I, I know it's weird for me to be complaining, or, or it's not even necessarily complaining. I'm just kind of like, okay, well, you're not just a piece of me. I just want to say that and affirm your value as a human being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. I appreciate your hard work. Very great physique. Yes. Uh, 10 out of 10. Cool. Um, <laughs> we at Nerd Alert Girls do not condone objectifying of any gender. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. If you wanted to be shirtless, my dude, that's totally that's totally your prerogative. Um, mm -hmm. Anyways, so um, yeah. Anything else that that popped out at you or that you want to talk about with this trailer? Just 
unless you want to hear a lot of gushing about the fight scenes because that choreography is incredible and seriously that one scene when they're on the bus and that blonde woman's literally about to fall out of the broken window oh yeah and he just grabs her drags her back and i thought that was pretty neat right like the by the backpack she's like wearing a backpack and grabs her by the straps and pulls her back and just like whoa yes like oh my gosh just yeah i cannot wait wild. to watch this movie in full and scream over it when is it premiering again uh november uh no it's september 3rd september man yes. there's like four movies coming out this year from marvel it, i'm oh my gosh so many dates to try to keep track of well yes yeah, so speaking of which it sounds like a good time to transition to the larger mcu trailer that also came out recently not gonna lie, folks, I might have cried a little, like, while watching it for the first time in my bedroom. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Aww. And not only just yeah, because of it is... that, but, like, Stan Lee, man, him talking in the background, and then we see Chadwick Boseman, just, oh, it was a lot of feelings, folks, a lot of feelings. Yeah, I, like, I thought that was a really nice touch, like, that they they had his voice, you know, especially because, like, he has such a, like, I don't know what, what it is about, about Stan Lee, but he always just has this sort of, like, warm demeanor. You feel like you really, like, you can sit down and talk to him and make a friend, even if you're meeting him for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, he just kind of has that energy. Um, and like, so yes. to, to feel that, to sense that as he's, like, talking and, you know, knowing that, that he's, he's gone and yet still here through you know through the characters that he's created and you know been a part of is like really it's really moving and like you know i don't know like it was so perfect too like exactly all the words he was saying about like you know being with people and like we're all part of a family you know and it's you know it's totally you know oh. you know it can be kind of it's you know kind of cliche but it's also something i feel like you know we all need to hear with after being sequestered for so long in a pandemic you know it's it's something that like you know, as, you know, as people are getting vaccinated and things are, you know, opening up and, like, you know, I myself am, like, even thinking, like, oh, I could actually see Jen in person again, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and that's, it, it's really just, like, whoa, you know, and, like, I don't know, it just, like, hits at that right time and it hits at that right note that we're all, like, feeling in that moment where you want to be a part of something and be a part of a community again, you know? And, like, I feel like that's something that Marvel has done for me is like brought us all as a community, you know, I mean, you and me, of course, but also our other our other co-hosts on the podcast, Maddie and Caroline and like other friends of mine that I, you know, have made over the years because of Marvel, you know, or thinking about comic cons and people bonding just over like, oh, your cosplay is so cool. And like, oh, yes, I also love this character, you know, mm -hmm. like it really is a, a community and like, you know, it's. Yeah, I think I thought that was the exact right note to hit, and I'm also thinking in terms of the mark. I guess a marketer's mindset. I'm just like, oh, you that you knew exactly how to message that. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so much pathos. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, it just hit all the right spots because, like, even if like just forgetting the pandemic for a moment, human mm. connection is so important in life. You know. And hearing Stan Lee put so much emphasis on that, saying, like, no, we need to connect. We're all part of a family. We all live in this universe. It just hit. And then seeing all these scenes where characters are bonding with one another, we are Groot, and 
when Peter Parker and Tony Stark reunite, just things like that, having all these incredible moments in the MCU and you just can't help but think about all the connections that you've made in your life about all the friends that you've made, the family moments you've shared, just chosen or otherwise it's, it just really hit. And Stanley, he knew what he was talking about. He knew exactly what he was talking about. He knew that above all, even though it's awesome to put on some spandex and fly around or swing around in a web and save people, get the girl or the boy, you know, that stuff is awesome. That is my bread and butter. <laughs> but these characters all have family, all have friends, people that they connect with uh, out of the costume, within the costume. And we kind of need to be reminded of that sometimes, especially now in the pandemic where we can't really see each other. So I kind of appreciated that Marvel just emphasis on human connection and about masterful storytelling. I, I got to appreciate that one, too. As someone who's passionate about storytelling in any media, mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, yes, give it to me. Give me all the movies. I want to just be absorbed in each and every story that you have for me i might be complaining about ultron or certain couples that just don't happen or whitewashing or how you dress your women but damn it in the end i'm still here to watch i'm still here to cheer and cry and laugh with every single one of you this trailer just hit every spot just every emotion and just of course all the geekiness where i'm just like yes Yes, I love that scene. Yes, Thanos, obliterate you, son of a bitch. You know, like just yeah, uh, so yeah. Good. They, they even use a clip, you know, the pirated clip of someone filming in the theater on your left, and everyone comes back who was dusted, and everyone's like, "Yeah," and like you know, it like it was like, and you remember that feeling, right? It was the last time that everyone s- sat in the same movie theater together to watch a Marvel movie, and so it brings up that real life nostalgia. And yeah, it was just, uh. oh my gosh, like we were all there, folks. We were all there screaming when that moment happened and screaming when the Avengers finally assembled. And it's almost like we're going to do that again, folks. We as moviegoers, we as Marvel fans, Avengers, we are assembling once again in the theater or even in spirit with new movies coming up. Starting with Black Widow, which finally, finally we get a date for that. I cannot wait. Yeah, I know. It's. I feel like I'm like, is it really here? Is it ever coming? <laughs> it started to <laughs> feel like that, you know. Even after they had like released new trailer content and, and everything, I was just kind of like, oh, it's not real. <laughs> but... <laughs> To actually have like a solid date to it now is is quite nice. I I will not lie. Um, and I'm really seeing like it, it. You know, in terms of this trailer, I'm really seeing more of the um sort of sister relationship she has with um. Oh my gosh, is it Yelena? Like the Florence Pugh character? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Literally, all I'm thinking is, oh my gosh, that's Amy March from uh, Little Women. <laughs> You know, that's, yeah. that was all I could think. But yes, her. Yeah, you're right. There was definitely kind of a more sisterly bond going on there, you know, like very fitting for, you know, what the trailer was going for and everything, but also definitely added a lot more intrigue. Yeah, like I'm really I'm 
I'm more intrigued now to see what their relationship looks like um, with between her and Natasha specifically because she's like in the previous trailer we see them fighting and like you know but at the same time you see this kind of resentment like I, I don't know it feels like a little sister resentment of like you left us you know like you, you moved away to college or something you know like <laughs> it's more serious than that but that's just kind of like the way I relate to that um, in terms of you know yeah, like you, you left us and like you, you lived your own life and then now you come back and like, I don't know, but then you get over it and you ride a motorcycle and look cool together. It's like, yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's, that's standard. pretty little sister, big sister energy. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and of course we see the white bodysuit again, which I will not stop gushing about. That is one of Natasha Romanoff's best outfits. Mm, yeah. Yeah. When is that? July 9th? Yes, that's July 9th, and of course we see a little bit more of, of Shang-Chi and like cool drive-in, cool San Francisco things, um, but also the Eternals. What up? Yeah, like, oh my gosh, I honestly couldn't decipher much from what they've showed us, and I, I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, that means this, that means that, and me, I'm just scratching my head, and when I look at the casting list, I'm like... How the heck did they get Angelina Jolie, Kit Harrington, and Selma Hayek in this? Oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. I feel like though, you know, you were you're saying that about it about that like offline, but like now that you're saying it again, I'm thinking, you know, we really know so little about the Eternals. I mean, I know we know so little about uh Shang-Chi and the, and the Ten Ring, Legend of the Ten Rings, but um, you know, I can't help but think that like you know, the Eternals sounds so, like, vague, you know? Like, I, I only even know that the Eternals refers to... Oh, my gosh. What, what is what is Ego? Um, what, celestial. What, celestial, right? It refers to Celestials, right? Um, but I, I feel like that's sort of, like, a deep, deep cut kind of knowledge, you know? Like, the average person or moviegoer or even casual Marvel fan would be just, like, the Eternals? What does that even mean? You know, like, I can't... Like, I, like, I just feel like... Again, marketing brain talking here. I'm just like, the Eternals as a title is a very tough sell, <laughs> you know? And I feel like it kind of makes sense from that perspective to have, like, recognizable names, at least among the actors, you know? I can kind of see that being at play there. Oh, man. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Like, when they first announced that this movie was going to be a thing, I was like, what's an Eternal, you know? And right now I'm looking at the premise on uh, Wikipedia, of all things, the Eternals, an immortal alien race created by the Celestials who have secretly lived on Earth for over 7,000 years, reunite to protect humanity from their evil counterparts, the Deviants, which I... What? What? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Right, so, Don't get me okay. wrong, I'm still in. <laughs> they were, so they're associated with the Celestials, but they're not actually Celestials. Got it. Um, Ooh, okay. and I'm looking here, and it seems like One Eternal is the first deaf superhero to be in an MCU film, and we have another who's going to be depicted as gay. So I'm, I'm okay, okay, I, I see you, I, I see this, all right, I'm down. Like, I was already down, but like, wow, checked off some of my boxes there, Marvel. Wait, wait, so the first, I, you said one of them was going to be the first gay, what, what was the other first one you mentioned, sorry? Uh, first character who is deaf. Oh, deaf. Okay. Um, ironic that I didn't hear that. Um. 
Oh my gosh. I don't recognize the actors who play them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my naivete. I'm sorry, but like, I'm literally just, I think my mind is still boggled over the fact that they got freaking Salma Hayek, who's always been kind of a crush of mine, just always and forever, ever since I saw her in From Dusk Till Dawn, for those of you who watch okay. movies, but oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jen, roll it back here. We get it. You're in love. Um, With every other actor that they have, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we see these, you know, the clips of, of the Eternals now as well. And then and then it's just a mashup of a bunch of titles and you're just kind of overwhelmed with glory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly how to put it, with glory. Yeah, so, you know, so we got the Eternals coming up, and then, you know, Spider-Man, No Ooh. Way Home, which, yes, um, <laughs> yes, and then Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, yes, Lo- Thor, Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, oh, oh. Wakanda Forever, oh my gosh, oh my the gosh. Marvels, that's, I like that name, um, same, same, Quantumania just- for, um, yeah, and then Gardens and Galaxy Volume 3, it's like, and then Ben Forstick, sometime. Ben For- <laughs> Seriously, that one I did not see coming. I mean, I knew they were going to do it, but I, I was kind of like, uh, all right. <laughs> Skeptical, but you know what? There's a lot of cool things I am looking forward to. So you know what? Just like stay there for a while, Ben Forstick, and we'll come back to you. Yeah, I'm really eager. Just, And I'm also curious as to who they would get for actors this time, like I mean, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Well, Michael B. Jordan already kind of sort of made his debut in the MCU. And wow, he was incredible. And I'm kind of pleased that they put him back in this trailer as sort of a throwback, you know. But I really don't know what they have planned for all these movies, especially for Wakanda Forever. Just, oh my gosh. Why? Marvel, what are you going to do for us? You mean do to us. (laughs) (laughs) both oh my goodness yeah four movies this year bridget four oh my movies. gosh i don't know how are we gonna survive <laughs> that's gonna be a lot oh my gosh yes folks you're gonna be hearing a lot of stuff from us this year like we got four movies to talk about then we got loki to talk about just oh my gosh seriously oh, yeah. marvel this bombard us yeah. i this i accept it i accept it just 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 throw me back it's fine i can take it famous last words yeah i I was like (laughs) "Mm, don't don't talk so quick jen um but yeah so yeah i'm in short i am excited uh it's it's cool to like have more things to like hypothesize about and to look forward to with like dates set well, I was gonna say set in stone, but not really. Nothing set in stone these days. But you know, to have to have solid dates that to look forward to. You know, God willing, that we can all gather in a movie theater and watch movies again. So, yes, Avengers Assemble. We're going back to the theaters. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very. We're very excited to to be talking about this more as you know more information comes out and. As more trailers come out and as more movies actually come out. So it'd be good. It'd be good. Anything else you want to add? 
Not unless you want to hear me grow sob or gush more about Salma Hayek or just dip. Otherwise, I, let's put it this way. I have nothing intelligent to say. Everything is just pure emotion at this okay. point. Okay. <laughs> just like animal growling in the in the corner. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one wants uh, to hear that, Bridget. No yeah, one. No one wants to hear that. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. So I think that wraps it up for, for our thoughts today. I mean, there's plenty of other trailers we, we could have talked about and we'll, you know, eventually get to them. I mean, Loki is coming out very soon and everything. But oh, yeah. I think we'll leave most of that to when those movies are a little bit closer to, to fruition, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we're gonna, we're very excited to 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 be here and to be you know gathering with all of you even over this virtual listening space. So, um, anyways, um, definitely want to keep track of what we're up to. If you want to hit us up on our website at nerdalertgirls.tumblr.com or email us at nerdalertgirlspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at nerdalertpod. Uh, plenty of ways to follow us and get in touch with us we love hearing from anybody who who wants to talk to us about marvel we are women who love marvel and will geek about geek out about it and analyze the characters and gush about everything it's all it's all super fun so mm-hmm. anyways thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time on nerd, nerd alert girls girls Nice. (laughs) Bye. Bye.